How is everyone doing? This is the seventh episode of Cooper's Chalk Talk. So today I'm going to talk about a couple different things. I'm going to talk about dieting today. Um, just as you know, oddly enough, I'm kind of getting ready to do a show possibly here in about five weeks. So just kind of something that you know I, I started maybe prepping maybe four weeks ago. You know, maybe nine weeks out. Um, and I just kind of want to see how my body react. And you know, as of right now, I started at about 220, 222, depending on you know what morning I woke up. Um, and, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of getting into a cut, you know, you kind of get into just a certain mindset and stuff like that. And, you know, I, you know, I started kind of going through going, you know, looking at certain things, you know, my, my coach that I've had in previous shows, her name is Tomei. She's amazing coach. Um, but I kind of, you know, I kind of worked with her and I had worked with her prior and, you know, I didn't reach out to her this go because I just kind of want to see how my body react. I felt like my body was in shape enough for it. I was going to, I was going to go ahead and try to do a show, put, you know, kind of put that together and see how I did. So, you know, I get asked all the time, you know, just about diet questions, you know, what do you work out, all that kind of stuff. So I want to, I want to spend a good portion talking about that today. Um, especially just, you know, now that I'm kind of, you know, I have two clients myself that I'm coaching, just kind of preparing for them for shows. I actually have a guy that texts me at night. His show's three weeks out. So pretty exciting stuff as he kind of gets into the final bit of it. So, and then one of my other guys, he's, he's just starting his cut about 12 weeks out. So, um, I want to talk about that just in, in, just in the kind of mindset of that you get kind of through this dieting process and, you know, different workouts and whatnot. And then, um, I'll, of course I'm going to talk about the, um, actual tournament. I feel like this is the big one, right? The, the NCAA March Madness, you know, that's what everyone, everyone's kind of focusing on. So I want to talk about that as well as I want to look at some, some just overall, just kind of, um, betting lines, you know, some of the stuff that I really like, just, you know, some the stuff you know tonight for example you know belmont versus temple belmont was was actually minus three and a half and they covered that pretty easy which to be honest with you you know i i would have thought that i would have taken temple just you know i thought temple was in a better con better conference this is where the big um where the big dance kind of gets you because i can guarantee you 90 percent of people don't know anything about belmont I mean, nobody knows how good belmont is unless you watch belmont basketball and you're you know an alum there or whatever so you know one that's a great example of you know most people would be like oh yeah i'll take temple temple's catch points plus three and a half on a neutral court then yeah you know i'll take that similar records you know the coach that temple has is an amazing coach i think he has like 30 years coaching college basketball um but you know belmont and belmont was zero and seven in the tournament and they got their first win tonight so you know, just, just for example, that's, it's kind of talking about some betting stuff. So I want to talk about that, you know, just kind of go through some of that stuff. So this one might run a little bit long, just depending on how it goes. But, um, but first things first, let's kind of talk about the diet, right? Like, you know, I think that's the biggest one is, you know, like, what do you eat? When do you eat? You know, how much do you eat? All that kind of stuff. So, you know, once again, it, it's all in to what you're wanting to do as well. You know, there's different categories and, you know, there's, there's men's physique, classic physique, you know, and then, you know, then there's, there's bodybuilding as well as there's, you know, there's just different, different things that you want to do as well. If you just want to get in good summer diet, for example, if you want to like get ready for, you know, your summer body and whatnot, you know, what, what do I need to eat? What do I need to do? So the most common thing that I hear from people whenever they're like, Oh, you know, like, what do I, what do you eat? I don't, I don't see any results when I do this, you know, what am I doing wrong? And, you know, the biggest thing that I always say is I'm like, you know, it's pretty simple and it's extremely hard at the same time is you don't eat anything that you don't cook 
Okay. That's pretty much the biggest thing. And everything that you're eating, you have to be able to, you have to sit there and you have to weigh it out. And also you have to be very aware of, you know, how many fats, what are the, what are the um, carbs you're taking in? And for myself, the biggest thing that I always keep a focus on is sugar. You know, I don't take in any sugar. Of course, you know, I'm going in about four weeks at this point. I'm craving sugar like crazy because, you know, we eat sugar on a day-to-day basis. But the crazy thing is, is that, you know, like a cup of orange juice has, you know, close to 30 grams of sugar in it. So if you figure you eat that, that's, you know, that's a crazy amount of sugar that you don't have whenever you're kind of getting ready for, you know, whatever kind of event you have. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, pick a date, look on the calendar, you know, what am I doing? You know, what do I have coming up? So for, you know, myself and my fiance, and we have a wedding coming up. So we want to look good for a wedding. So, you know, that could be a date for us or for myself, you know, there's a show coming up. I think it is the 20th of April, 19th and 20th. And, you know, for myself, that gives me a date that knows what I want to do and and kind of, you know, kind of alters my diet accordingly. So, you know, then the next piece is like, all right, like, what are you eating? What, what, what do you eat? And, you know, every morning I, you know, I I have the same thing I eat every morning. I eat, I eat a cup of egg whites. I only have one egg right now. Cause once again, this is a shorter prep if it was 12 weeks, you know, or 14 weeks or something, you know, I'd kind of gradually get into it, but you know, I started to lose weight a little bit slowly. I started out about 223, 225. Whenever I first started, I did took about four weeks and kind of trimmed that down to 220, you know, kind of, you know, started watching what I was eating a little bit less, started, stopped eating so much kind of junk food I don't want to say junk food but like you know not eating out as often I guess would be the best way to say and then you know kind of gradually got into it so you know since I'm doing a little bit shorter of one you know I did a cup of egg whites I did one egg and then you know I do um I do like some some turkey just some turkey um sausage right now that you know it has about 18 grams of protein nine grams of fat so nothing drastic but that gives me a little bit of fat to kind of start my day um lets my body metabolize it and at the same time it kind of keeps my brain focused because you know I do a lot of my work in the beginning of the day as I'm kind of getting ready for it so that's kind of my breakfast and then you know my lunch or then my second meal I just have a protein shake um you know once again you know high carbs you know there's very very minimal of anything else in it you know there's I think there's like three grams of carbs maybe like one gram of fat or something like that so you know not an extreme amount but once again you know, keeping something in my body, letting my metabolism keep kind of flowing. And then, you know, I kind of get into my third meal, which once again, this is where it gets a little bit altered because I'm on, you know, right now I'm an extremely low carb diet because, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get extremely lean to do this show. So, you know, for my next, for next meal, I have about seven, um, seven ounces of, I do turkey cutlets. It's 99% fat free and they actually taste awesome. I, you know, I season them with garlic salt. It's kind of my go-to, um, you know, my, the guys that I have that I'm kind of coaching up, I, you know, I usually do chicken or I do fish or whatever, depending on how far out they are. I'm kind of transitioning into doing all fish at this point. Um, so, you know, I'll have seven ounces of tilapia and then that's pretty much it. You know, I have some veggies, maybe some zucchini or something like that as my, as that kind of goes into it. Um, and then my fourth meal before I get into the gym right now, you know, once again, same kind of idea, you know, I have about seven, I have seven ounces of, you know, some kind of fish right now. And then I have a cup of rice and that's kind of my go-to. And then that gives me a little bit of, you know, kind of carbs coming into it. And then after I get done with my workout, um, you know, starting next week is, you know, I'll have, I'll have, um, I'll drink a cup of egg whites mixed with BCAs immediately after my workout. And that's just to kind of kick protein into me right away, right after. Um, but right now I have, I, that's when I have my biggest meal. I have nine, gra- or nine ounces of protein, um, which I, once again, I still do fish. And then I do another cup of rice. Um, on leg day, I do a cup and a half. And then 
and then I kind of transition into, you know, that's my, that's my last actual meal. And then my dinner meal, my last meal that I actually have, I drink a cup of egg whites and that's just mixed with BCA. So, you know, once again, this is, this is all kind of, you know, stuff that I kind of have kind of played with to do my best, you know, and, you know, I strongly recommend, you know, if you, if you need a coach or you need anybody like do some research online, there's great coaches on Instagram. You know, if you don't know what you want to do, I highly recommend, you know, reach out to Tomei. Um, she's on my, you know, she's, she's one of my followers. She does an amazing job. Uh, you know, she taught me a ton and, you know, once again, I would have used her probably again this time if I would have been able to do a little bit longer one. I didn't want to like just spring it on her. Cause I want to kind of see how my body kind of got reacted. And then, you know, once I got to about six weeks out about last week, um, my body really, really slimmed up, tightened up really good. Um, so I feel like I'm going to be ready to go. So so, you know, once again, um, you know, if you need help, if you need help with dieting, you know, reach out to, you know, Tomei's a great one. You know, I can't, you know, if you just want to like get in good shape and, you know, re- I, I don't want to say just females, but, you know, my fiance, Jenny, she does a great job with girls. You know, she has a track record that's kind of mile long. Um, you know, she really is great at, you know, kind of conforming individual plans for the client as well. It's kind of one of her focuses. Um, if you do want to get like show ready, you know, you want to compete, you want to do any of that stuff, you know, once again, I kind of recommend. Tomei. Um, but you know, if you just want to get in like summer shape, you just want to like lose some weight or anything like that, you know, as a guy I can definitely help you. Um, I, ha- you know, I have two guys, two clients right now that are doing shows. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm less professional by, by all accounts. I'm not giving myself that I'm a professional by any means in that regard. I, I definitely think that I, I got my guys ready to rock and roll. They absolutely lo- look great right now, but you know, Tomei is, Tomei is kind of my, 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 uh, mentor when it comes to that. So I highly recommend her. Um, but if you're just getting summer ready, you want to lose some weight, you want to do some different things that, you know, Ginny, um, I think it's Ginny Chew Fit, I believe is her, is her handle on Instagram. But once again, if you go to my page, you'll see her kind of all over it. Um, she does an amazing job with females she does a great job. And then, um, and then once again, you go into workouts, you know, it's, I think that's the next one is like, well, what do you do? What do you do when you go to the gym? You know, I'm, I'm scared to go to the gym. And you know, the biggest thing is whenever you go to a gym, you know, be, you know, be open to things, you know, look around and, you know, kind of pay attention to what you see. And the best thing I can say is like, just don't do machines. I feel like that's the most common thing is you just see people, they, they go to the bench press machine and they like sit there and they, they do that. Or they go to, you know, they go to a row machine or something. They just do these machines and, you know, those machines are built to be easy for you. But a lot of times whenever you do those machines, you're not really teaching your body really anything new. And a lot of times whenever you do that, you know, you kind of have a dominant either right hand or left hand, you know, right leg, left leg. So whenever you use just machines all the time, you're allowing your dominant hand to really kind of still control it. Just natural. That's how we are. Um, so whenever you're pushing, you know, an equal weight on, on both sides, it's very easy to still push out more with your right arm than your left, but it doesn't matter because it's on an even playing field. There's, there's no really, there's nothing really saying that the balance is off on that because it's a machine. Um, so I highly recommend, you know, like just get online. You know, the best thing is we live in the best time and age to learn anything new. Um, so you can go online and find, you know, what are the five best workouts for biceps? You know, girls, you know, if you want to like, you, you know, if girls want to get ready for the summertime, like I want my, you know, five best butt workouts, you know, get online, look, you know, do squats, you know, and I, the one thing that kind of blows my mind is I feel like now, you know, I see girls like all over the gym with these bands on their leg. And, you know, I feel like that's the newest thing. And while I do think those are good, I do think that, you know, you know, put those down a little bit too, and do some, do some natural things with your legs. You know, I think, I think whenever you do everything with bands, I feel like you're going to start restricting your body to certain things. So, you know, use free weights, you know, I, 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 leg press is a great one, even though it's, it's still a machine. You know, the great part about doing a leg press is you can really get some really great depth and you can really push the muscles that you don't really work out that often. So, 
So, you know, as far as like workouts go, I, you know, I usually focus on a body part a day. That's just kind of my focus. I think if you would just want to be very, you know, you just want to kind of be active and you just want to get your body in great shape. You know, I, you know, I think doing two body parts a day and do not skip legs. You know, I know guys, we hate doing legs and girls love doing legs and then girls don't do upper body because they are scared, quote unquote, to get huge. So, you know, when guys don't want to do legs because they don't enjoy doing it and they don't look, you know, you don't look all buff leaving the gym whenever you just did legs. But I can promise you just for overall wellness, do, do, you know, do a little bit of full body, you know, on a day that you do guys, you know, go and do, go and do a leg press, go and do calves, go and do leg extensions, um, do some lunges and then, you know, turn around and do a bicep circuit, you know, do, do like preacher curls with hammer curls and then do, you know, um, a set of 21s that are, you know, that, you know, that do that as your bicep workout and then go do 15 minutes of cardio. And then, you know, you're in the gym for, you know, maybe an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. And then you go home, you know, I can promise your body will feel amazing. Um, so, you know, as far as that goes, you know, once again, when doing a show is a lot different because you kind of focus on body parts or certain like rep ranges that you start doing, especially once you get on to certain weeks. Um, once again, you learn a lot of this stuff as you go through and do it. And, you know, I think that the biggest thing that I've learned is, you know, self-discipline doing these things, you know, because once again, telling yourself no, when you're hungry is very difficult in today's age, especially as you get older, you know, it's, it, you know, we're all basically giant children, you know, trying to be adults, you know, you know, telling yourself not to eat things. Well, that's why the obesity rate is so big is that we don't have the ability to tell ourselves no, because we just want to eat. And then after work, we don't want to go to the gym because we're tired. We just worked all day. So we just go home and watch TV. And then we just sit there on our phones and then we end up going to sleep. So, you know, find something that works for you. You know, I, I still think, you know, being active, I've said this numerous times on, on here is, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing. Be active, find something that you enjoy. And, you know, if you, if you know, you're going to be tired after work, go before you go to work. You know, every gym has a shower in it, you know, go before work, do a workout. You know, even if you only, you know, even if you can only be active for 30 minutes, you know, go do something, push yourself. And, you know, once again, don't be afraid of weights, you know, and then all you guys that, you know, if you're just a muscle head and all you do is lift weights, like jump on and do some cardio. Like I can promise you your overall body will feel better. Like it's good for your lower back. It's good for your abs, you know, doing, you know, running is the best actual workout for your abs. It just stretches them. It, you know, it, it does all kinds of different things for you. So, you know, and if all you do is jog, you know, don't, don't be afraid to pick up some dumbbells, do a couple, you know, do some biceps, do some triceps, do a little bench. You know, it's not about how much weight you do, but rather, you know, like how properly you're lifting. And at the same time, it's like that you're doing things your muscles aren't used to. You know, I did, I did this workout. I was telling Jenny that, I, you know, I did this workout, you know, with the one you like sit down and then you kind of push out. I think it's the abductors that you're kind of working on the outside of your legs. And I had never done that before. And, you know, once again, you know, I just like everybody else, you know, by no means am I, do I know anything, know everything. And by no means does, you know, any person you look on YouTube or Instagram or anything, by no means are they, you know, they know everything. Everybody's learning all the time. And that should be the goal is you're constantly learning. You're constantly reading and all this stuff. So, you know, I tried it, you know, and it's because I watched somebody on, on, um, on an Instagram page and, you know, he was doing them and I was like, I was like, I always thought those were just for girls. And then, so I started doing some research and, you know, you're able to kind of get some great lines on your legs, especially, you know, kind of getting those abductor lines, you know, just, just as you kind of get into the bodybuilding thing, you know, if you're not, or if you just want to get good legs, you know, it's, it's just a great thing. And plus, you know, once again, it's something that, you know, I didn't really use. So that part of my muscle, that muscle is not used. It's, it's untrained muscle. So just like if you don't work out, and that muscle is not developed. It's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of fleshy meat there, you know, so it's, it has the ability to get developed. So 
you know, I did that and, you know, I feel great, you know, my legs feel sore, you know, and I, I enjoy that. So, you know, the best thing I can say is, you know, go try something new, you know, look something up, you know, look up a workout, you know, even if you're in CrossFit, you know, and I think they call them wads, which is kind of funny, just my buddy was like saying that he wanted to go blow his wad all over it. So, you know, I thought it was hilarious, but you know, whatever workout of the day, I guess is what it's called. Um, but none, nonetheless, like, you know, look up, look up different things. You know, I, I, you know, I see, I kind of follow one of my buddies, Mark Summerlin, and he owns his own gym in Los Lunas. And, um, you know, I see what, what they kind of do and he posts all kinds of his workouts and stuff. And, you know, it's pretty, you know, whatever workouts you enjoy doing, you know, CrossFit, whatever, you know, I just think it's good to kind of expand what you do. And I think that's why CrossFit's become so popular is you put your body in an uncomfortable state by doing different kind of workouts and it's full body. So you see these guys that do CrossFit and, you know, they're usually, you know, pretty jacked, pretty ripped, but it's because they put their muscles in different kind of situations that are unnatural. So it forces their body to adapt. And, you know, I can promise you whatever, whatever you do with your body, your body will adjust to it. It's, it's, it's your temple, you know, your bodies will, you can train your body to do so many things. I think a lot of the time that we fail with it is whenever we give into our minds. So that's a whole different, whole different podcast in itself. But, um, but once again, just kind of getting back to the actual workout pieces, you know, putting your body in uncomfortable situations and allowing it to, to develop and grow. And, you know, if, you know, don't go to the gym and do, try to run for six miles on your first day, you're going to hate it. And then you're not going to want to go back. So, you know, if you have to gradually get into it, find stuff you enjoy. If you like dancing, go to Zumba class. If you, if you like cycling, you want to cycle, you want to get into that, take a cycling class. I take it, you know, I'm a pretty big guy. I weigh, you know, I weigh over 200 pounds. I took, I took a couple cycling classes and I can promise you it worked me. I like left them like dripping in sweat and I had a great time at the same time. Cause you know, they do different kind of workouts and you know, that's not something I do or incorporate in my workouts now, but you know, I, I, I'm very happy that I did do that. And I took that into consideration into a workout because I thought that it was something that, you know, I, I think if you don't try something, then you can never know if you like it. Same thing. You know, if the, I feel like the most common thing is people talk shit about a certain thing. So CrossFitters talk shit about bodybuilders and bodybuilders talk shit about CrossFit and all this stuff. But you know, as long as you're active and you enjoy what you do, that's all that matters, you know, so just find something you enjoy, put your body in an uncomfortable situation, go to a class with a friend, go do yoga on a Saturday, um, you know, go running on the beach, you know, go, go for a swim, you know, swimming is an amazing thing for your body. And, you know, the kind of good thing too, is, you know, a lot of us, you know, I don't know for any of you guys, but you know, I haven't gone swimming just in a pool in a long time, but you know, I used to enjoy swimming as a kid. So, you know, if you haven't swam in a while, you know, it's summertime, jump, jump in a pool and go do a couple laps, you know, just put your body in these different things. If you like boxing, go box. So, so that's what I kind of want to talk about. You know, I, I want to kind of go through the diet and, in, in, you know, kind of a broad aspect, you know, I know that we've talked about different kind of diets. So, you know, just kind of letting you guys like kind of peek into the box that I kind of, that I kind of dabble with and what I, what I eat um, on a day to day basis. You know, I think that that's, it's kind of interesting stuff. So, you know, I'm on a, I'm on extremely low fats and carbs diet, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, very heavy in the protein aspect. And that's to get my body, you know, calories to survive basically. And, you know, you want to kind of dry your body out as much as possible while maintaining muscle. So, so, you know, especially, you know, as you kind of go through different divisions, you know, you want to hold on to as much money, hold on to as much muscle as possible while, you know, making sure that you're, you know, as lean and as ripped as you possibly can be. So, and yes, I will be painted orange. I feel like all my friends love to give me shit that I look like a Oompa Loompa. So, yes, I will be getting painted orange um, again if if everything goes as accordingly. So, a little bit different of a 420 than what you guys will be doing um, or some of you guys. So, that's what I kind of want to talk about in that aspect. Um, 
and then I kind of wanted to jump into some of the some of the bracket stuff. Just overall, I'm gonna kind of run through the games, um, just give you guys some of my predictions, kind of some of the stuff that I kind of thought was, you know, some potential things. So. Kind of starting off with the number one seed, Duke um, versus NC Central, North Dakota State. I like Duke in that one. I think it'll be a pretty, I don't want to say easy game because, you know, you never know. But I think Duke will win with that one. BCU's UCF, you know, I think that's a flip of a coin. I think if they play 10 times, it would be a tie 5-5. I think it's a very similar game. I think they're going to get, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty action-packed game, very close game. I think this is one of the ones that's going to come down to a last-second shot possibly. I chose UCF just because they're in a better conference um, and also, you know, picking the upset. Feel like there has to be a couple, so so I chose UCF, and then the next one, Mississippi State Liberty. There's a lot of five twelve seeds that I like as possible upsets. This is one of them. I didn't choose this one in in my main bracket, but I do like this game. I think you know as much as I like the SEC, I feel like Mississippi State was hit or miss kind of all year. Liberty got going, especially in the latter part of the year. I think it's a team to watch, especially you know they made some noise in previous brackets, so that's a game to watch. Um, you know, I think they're playing in. What San Jose it looks like. So, you know, I, I I don't think that's really a home game for either team. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but I do like I chose Mississippi State. Um, Virginia Tech versus St. Louis. This is my first really big upset. Um, and I, I don't know why St. Louis doesn't have a fantastic record or anything. I just feel like St. Louis has done great things in past brackets. I feel like Virginia Tech's very hit or miss. I feel like they play games close. They play down to their competition a lot. You know, they win a lot of games by like one, two points. You know, you I think every game I watched with them playing Florida State, it was always like a one or two point game. And I feel like St. Louis is in a team that if you let them stick around, they'll beat you. So that was my first upset. I, I chose that at 13 4 seed. I chose St. Louis. Um, and then going down, Maryland versus Belmont Temple. Belmont won tonight. Um, like I said, you know, I, I would have guessed the Temple would have won, but Belmont definitely got the win. I like Maryland. I think Maryland can get hot from the three point line. They're going to be a dangerous team in the tournament. And, um, you know, they're playing in Jacksonville. So so I do like them. And then the next one, LSU-Yale. I feel like this game's one of the most popular ones that I'm seeing as an upset is Yale. Um, I don't buy it. I feel like, I think, I know there's all kinds of controversy going on in LSU and stuff like that. But I feel like LSU's a, a hell of a basketball team. Every time I watch them, they played all the good teams tough. They don't really play down to competition too much. Um, and especially being down there in Jacksonville is going to be damn near a home game for them. So I do like LSU in that one. Um... And once again, I saw I saw Yale like going all the way to Sweet Sixteen in a lot of these like professional people's brackets, but I'm not buying it. Um, next one um, was Louisville, Minnesota. This game scares me just because Louisville falls apart. They'll get up by like 20 points and with like in the first 10 minutes of a game, and then they'll lose by like five or something. So this game does freak me out. I did choose Louisville just because I I thought Minnesota just looked so shitty all year. I feel like they would win games and then they would get blown out. So I feel like they're not a strong team mentally. I feel like if Louisville does get up on them by about 10, 15 points, they don't seem like a team that's going to come back very hard. So I chose Louisville. Michigan State, Bradley, not going to stick on this one too long. I like Michigan State. Um, And then going down to the next one, Gonzaga. I feel like Gonzaga is going to roll over that one. They're going to play some shitty team. They're going to probably beat them, cover the spread as well. So, And they're playing in Salt Lake, I believe. So that's, once again, tons of Gonzaga people are going to be there. Um, next one, Syracuse-Baylor. Once again, 8-9. I know they, they always say that these are flip of a coin. It's like 50-50 basically on who wins these, depending on the seed. Um, I like Syracuse. I think Syracuse is going to make some noise in the tournament. I feel like whenever they go up, you know, my guess is they're going to play Gonzaga. I feel like that's going to be a really good game, really hard game for Gonzaga just because of the way Syracuse actually plays. 
so so I do like Syracuse in the first round. Marquette Murray State. I feel like this one is everybody's choosing Murray State, but I feel like if you watched any of Murray State games, they have one great player and that's it. Whereas Marquette, you know, they have a they have an all-star basketball player as well, but they also have a couple big guys that are pretty solid, you know, great block shot, um, great guys that like actually defend the paint. They block the they block shots great. So I chose uh, Murray, I chose Marquette, sorry. Um I don't I'm not this is one of the five twelve seeds that I feel like everyone's blowing up, but I'm not buying it. I like I like Marquette a lot in this tournament. Um next one, Florida State, Vermont. Um I chose Florida State, not gonna stick on that too much. I watched one game of Vermont and Vermont looks they're gonna be way outmatched by by Florida State. And then next one, once again, this is kind of one of my bigger upsets. It kind of determines on who wins tomorrow in my mind, but I chose it. Um, it's Buffalo versus Arizona State or St. John's. I think if St. John's beats Arizona State, I think St. John's is a team that can really make some noise. Um, they make these runs during March Madness that are just kind of crazy. So I feel like St. John's is a chance. I think Buffalo didn't really, you know, all their tough games were in the first like month of the season. So I know they went 31 and three. Um, but you know, once again, they didn't play anybody in the latter part of the year. Their conference was trash. So, you know, I chose St. John's. I feel like this is a team that gets hot, you know, they're historically pretty good in the tournament as well. And then the next piece, Texas Tech, Northern Kentucky. I chose Texas Tech. I'm not going to buy into them having a terrible Big to, um, Big 12 tournament. I like Texas Tech against Northern Kentucky. Um, Nevada, Florida. I chose Florida. I feel like the Mountain West was garbage. Um, and plus, I thought Florida showed a lot of spark towards the end of the year. So I chose Florida um, as the upset there as a 10-7. Um, and then I chose Michigan over Montana. I like Michigan a lot in this tournament. I feel like they're they're well coached. They play really hard. They have all their players on their team. I feel like are like six six or taller. They're just a ginormous team. So I like Michigan a lot. Plus they can nail the three, which is always good. Um, Virginia Gardner Webb. I'm going to spend a second on this one. Virginia is not going to lose to a 16 seed. Virginia is going to come out. And I think once again, you look at you know spread covering teams. If Virginia doesn't cover the spread, I'll be shocked. I mean, I'm sure it'll be like a 20 point cover but you know once again i feel like they're gonna come out and make a statement just because they lost to a 16 seed last year um old miss oklahoma i very feel very strongly about this eight nine when i feel like old miss is gonna win this one just simply because oklahoma they won like the first 10 games and then they went like nine and 13 for the rest of the season so they did not play well down the stretch they lost early in the big 12 tournament they had some big wins early in the year that kind of you know boasted their their um their overall i guess showing why they got into the bit why they got into the dance but i like Ole miss a lot in this one once again i'm on, I, I like the sec in general i thought it was a great conference this year Wisconsin versus Oregon. Once again, I, I don't like the Pac-12, but, you know, I talked to my brother earlier, you know, and he, you know, he told me that Oregon had changed the rotation and all this stuff. And they definitely did play a lot better down the stretch. They had a great showing in the Pac-12 tournament. Um, so I chose this 5-12 upset. I chose Oregon over Wisconsin. Um, they're playing in San Jose. You know, both teams travel well. Wisconsin-Oregon is going to be pretty split down the middle as far as, like, the showing there goes. But I did choose Oregon over Wisconsin. Plus, I feel like Wisconsin, they play slow and I feel like Oregon if you play slow they got enough big guys that they, they can actually beat you at that game um next one Kansas State at UC Irving I like K-State a lot in this tournament I chose to I, I took K-State um Villanova St. Mary's I hate St. Mary's with a passion and don't ask me why I just absolutely hate St. Mary's I've always hated St. Mary's um they won a bullshit bracket with Gonzaga that basically just dialed it in so I hate St. Mary's I chose Villanova um next one Purdue Old Dominion I've seen Purdue all over the map I've seen Purdue getting to the big dance like getting to the final game I've seen them in the final four I've seen Purdue all over the place I've seen them losing in the second round so you know I think this was kind of pick your poison as far as how far you think they're going to go but I 
do think they'll beat um, Old Dominion pretty handily as well. Once again, a team to watch to kind of as a favorite in that one. Um, Cincinnati versus Iowa. I don't think Cincinnati is a good squad, but I do think that they're better than Iowa because Iowa doesn't play defense and they lost by 25 in the turn in their tournament. I feel like they got in because once again they won a couple couple big games, you know, in the middle to earlier part of the season. So I chose Cincinnati. I don't think I don't think Iowa is very tough down the stretch once they get down. Um, and then the next one I chose Tennessee over Colgate. Um, I think that's pretty, uh, to me, that's a shoe. And I, if they lose that one, I'd be shocked. I like Tennessee to make a run in the tournament. Um, North Carolina versus, uh, versus Iona. I like North Carolina. I'm not going to say anything else about that one. Utah State versus Washington. Once again, flip of a hat. I feel like I both these conferences were pretty shitty. I chose Washington over Utah State just because I feel like Utah State just, I didn't think they were great, to be to be honest with you. I think that the, I think Washington is... A little bit more athletic than Utah State, so but once again, I feel like this is they played each other ten times. It'd be pretty much split down the middle. Um, and then here's one of my other big upsets: Auburn versus New Mexico State. I know Auburn showed great in the SEC tournament, and this is one of the only SEC schools that I'm going to talk bad about. But they should have lost to Florida. They Florida got burned, um, and New Mexico State came out and they beat the hell out of Grand Canyon by like thirty points. You know they're very well coached. I feel like a lot of their guys look like they got like kind of almost like rejects from from big schools maybe because of because of grades or something but I feel like they have great athletes on their squad so I think New Mexico State's a team to watch especially as they you know the next game is Kansas Northwestern I have Kansas winning but I think New Mexico State against Kansas I like that matchup with New Mexico State I feel like they line up really well with Kansas it's kind of a repeat game I think they played earlier this year just talking to one of our buddies that actually he graduated from New Mexico State and he said that New Mexico State held their own against Kansas so you know that's a game to watch I think especially as you kind of get into the field of 32 if that does happen um and then getting into like I said Kansas over Northwestern the next one Iowa State over Ohio State I chose Iowa State I feel like they did showed great in the Big 12 I know Ohio State's real popular I feel like this is one of the 611 seeds people like to kind of choose an upset but I do like Iowa State except for I've been burned by Iowa State so many times in past brackets it hurts me um but I chose Iowa State um next one this is like this one kind of blows my mind Houston's a three seed I know they they're 31 and three obviously they're good um, I was surprised. I thought they were going to be a four to six seed. Um, so when they were a three seed, I was kind of surprised. So um, going up against Georgia State, they're going to win that one. I think that down the road, though, I'll be interested to see how they match up with you know playing you know some high competition. And you know I feel like they have some good seniors on the squad. You know I watched them play, but I, I just wasn't blown away anytime I watched them. I feel like they let teams kind of hang around. And you know you go into the next round. And, you know if Iowa State's there, if you let Iowa State hang around, Iowa State's going to beat you. So. I think Houston, Houston's a team I think they'll get past a Georgia State team, but I do think it'll be good. Um, the next game, kind of a tale of two different tapes. Wolford's like the widest team in America. All they do is shoot free throws, play like sound basketball. Um, you know, it, it just, it's it's literally like old school basketball watching these guys. It's just a bunch of white dudes out there. You know, they shoot decently. They're pretty active. They play good defense. You know, they're not the most athletic guys, you know, just watching them out there. You know, it's not like the white dudes off Michigan. The white dudes off Michigan are all like six seven, and, you know, they look like they can dunk from the free throw line where Wolford looks like they have a bunch of like five eleven to six two guys and they all just play pretty consistently good basketball um where Seton Hall is completely opposite Seton Hall gets up and down the court they push the pressure of the court you know they you know one game they look like they play great and then the next game they foul out and they kind of hurt themselves so you know this is going to be kind of who wins the 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 actual 
kind of see, I guess, the the flow of the game is going to kind of determine that. I chose Wolford just because I feel like Wolford, if they can slow down Seen Hall, Seen Hall's not, you know, just watching them, they, they get in foul trouble. They kind of beat themselves. They have a lot of turnovers possibly, and I think that's where Wolford might be able to get them. Um, and then the next one is Kentucky, um, Abilene Christian. Not going to spend any time on this one. I like I like Kentucky pretty handily over that one. I think that's going to be an easy game for them. Um, so those were the games that I kind of want to talk about. Just kind of want to run through, you know, kind of kicking off that. So, you know, as you you know as you kind of get ready to to kind of make your brackets. That you know, I don't know I'm not by no means my a master or anything like that. But that was kind of who I chose. Um, you know, I can give you a clue of just you know my bit my my top four. You know, I like Duke, I like Michigan, I like North Carolina, and then in my other one, just kind of my shocker, I chose Kansas State. I like Kansas State a lot. I kind of talked about that. I like you know I like the I like the senior leadership. Um, I feel like Tennessee they they get into their own heads. They kind of beat themselves a little bit. Um, Virginia, you know, same kind of thing. You know, if they if they just don't come out and play well, they they end up losing. They've showed that numerous times. So, you know, I like that's those are kind of the teams that I like. Um, and then you know, Gonzaga. You know, I think I'm telling you, I think I think Syracuse is a team to watch. I think Syracuse. I think Syracuse playing Gonzaga. I just I I just feel like Syracuse is going to get on them. I feel like it's going to be a tough game for Gonzaga just in general. Um, but those are those are my final four. Um, just if you guys are kind of filling out your bracket, you just, you know, you kind of feel in one way or another, you're just kind of curious. You you want to, you want some, some second guesses. And then I just kind of want to go over some point spreads, some, some stuff that I kind of thought was kind of interesting. The St. Mary's Villanova game, Villanova's only favored by five. Um, Purdue is actually favored by 12 against Old Dominion. Um, the, this game, I kind of, I think is going to be the most interesting. And this is one of my favorite bets is the Murray state Marquette game. The over under is only 148. I, I think it's 148 and a half. And I like the over to that game. I feel like they're going to get up and down the court. They do anything. They're going to score the basketball in that game. So I do like the bet in that game over 148. Um, That's one of my favorite ones. Um, And then just as you kind of look through just a couple of the like, you know, kind of big name games. um, Let's see. The Florida-Nevada game, Nevada's favored by three. Once again, I chose Florida. I like Florida in that game. And, you know, once again, I, I think that that can be a game that I think Florida is going to keep very, very tight. I think it's going to be an extremely close game. Um, and that those, those are kind of my two favorite ones. Um, once again, you know, anytime that you choose some of these games, you're like, well, you know, like, how is that bet? You know, like... You know, how do you, you know, how, how do you kind of transcend betting into some of this stuff? So, you know, I choose, you know, some of the games I feel most passionate about. You know, once again, I feel very strongly about that Florida game. I feel like Florida is going to come out there and win. That's one of the ones that I'm most common. I feel like that over under the Murray, Murray State Marquette game, I feel like that's going to be a really good one. Um, and then once again, I, you know, I, I don't bet with my with my heart. Otherwise, I would bet against St. Mary's. I hate St. Mary's, like I said. So I would take Villanova, but I don't, I'm not going to bet like that. Um, because whenever I lose them, I'd, I'd just be extremely frustrated. Um, I know probably one of the most popular bets right now in Vegas is probably Yale covering eight and a half points against um, LSU. I know it's probably one of the most popular ones you're going to see in Vegas. I think that that's, I think it's kind of a trap game because I feel like there's so much publicity around it. But you know that's just my own personal thought. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't watch Yale basketball to be honest with you. So I don't know what they have. I don't know what kind of athletes they have on their squad, but. Just in my own personal thought, I think LSU is probably going to come out there and beat them. But if I had to bet, I mean, eight and a half points is pretty steep considering, you know, the every time the Ivy League schools are in it, you know, I think Harvard is always really close every time I see them in it. So I'm sure Yale will come out and play tough. I think eight and a half might be a little bit steep to, to call that. Um, but those are probably the two that I feel the strongest about. Um, I would I would probably take Syracuse minus two. 
So, I mean, if I was in Vegas and I didn't just buy a ticket to go to my buddy's wedding, I would probably be in Vegas this weekend. And those are probably my three favorite bets. I take Syracuse minus two. Um, I take the over-under of the Murray State-Marquette game over 148.5. So looking at that 149 right there, I think that that'll probably get up to 149. Looking across the board, it looks like it's already up to 149 in a couple places. Um, and then I like that Florida game as well. I think that, that I think Florida catching points against Nevada, I think that's a, I'd probably take the money line in that game. So those are my three favorite bets of the week. Um, just kind of leading into it, obviously, you know, I think that there's, there's a lot more money to be made. If I was in Vegas, I'd probably be playing with too much money. Um, but those are my three favorites. Um, but that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the topics and whatnot. You know, I think that, you know, the dieting stuff and the workouts and everything like that, I just feel like that's so much common questions and something that kind of interests a lot of people. So I want to kind of throw that out there and then as well as i want to talk about the um the big dance as they call it so hope you guys have a great rest of your week this midweek and then i will catch up with you guys you guys can kind of see and track along if you guys are interested in how terrible or how great i do on my bracket so i hope you guys have a great day and i'll talk to you later bye guys